When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Off The Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews, the show that covers all things NRL. Welcome to it, Off The Bench, uh, Jason Matthews and Scotty Sattler in the chair. As that bloke said, hello, Scotty Sattler. How are you going, Jace? Good, you're in, you're in our Sydney studio. Of course, I'm I on am. the beautiful Gold Coast. Uh, of course, um, I hear you've checked into a beautiful hotel in Sydney uh, because you're calling Rugby League this weekend. <laughs> nice. Things we talk about off air, Jace, are usually not meant to go on oh, air. Oh, sorry, mate. Now, listen, the car, I the rental car. That, uh, I didn't realise that I had to go and stay in a crack den tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying how, not to be precious, but anyway. How much is your room costing? Is it $17 per hour? Do you have a, a heart-shaped bed and a mirror on the ceiling? And it's got a guy working behind reception with his white singlet and grease marks all over his man boobs. Listen, that's uh, that's our producer, Rook, laughing in the background. Rook, if you just kill one of those microphones, that would be great. Um, listen, is it is it true that you can put 20-cent coins into your uh, into a slot next to your bed and it vibrates? Is that? Uh, I, said, How I... I said, can I get the Wi-Fi? He goes, what? the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't have anyway. that. We don't have them around here. And these parts. Listen, Listen, if you don't survive, uh, can Mm -hmm. I have your car? Jokes, jokes, jokes. Uh, Welcome to Off the Bench. Round two of the NRL. Boy, it started with a a boring game of rugby league if you're a South supporter for the first uh, 65 minutes. At that stage, I said to my wife, come on, let's watch Gogglebox. And then later I... Gogglebox. It's so good. Although this week's is boring, mate. Don't watch it. It's pretty bad. But And then all of a sudden, I'm hearing it went to Golden Point. So we'll talk more about that real soon. But can I just can I just bring up, mm-hmm. how good is the two-point field goal? <laughs> it's funny when it came in, Woogie, uh, there are a lot of critis- critics who said, seriously, who in a game, at the end of the game when they're fatigued and they've got nothing left, are going to attempt to... 40-metre field goal. And if they do attempt it, how many are really going to be successful? Well, Latrell Mitchell, who kicked one there in 2019, probably a little bit more to the left against the Melbourne Storm when he was at the Roosters, and nailed it. And it went about a 10, 15 metres past the goalpost three years ago, as did last night. And what a moment. It's a moment we're going to talk about, I think, still towards the end of the year when we talk about 2022 mm. season highlights. It was amazing. Amazing way to, to go to extra time. Who uh, kicked the first uh, field goal in the NRL history? In the NRL history. The first field goal? Oh, sorry, the first two-point field goal. Adam Reynolds. Crap stack. Crap stack. That's a real – so for the listeners, that's called a stinger. Yes. And that is horrible. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like a poker? No, that's, you and that's the your mate. Work on that all week. That's your rook, and that's what you've come up with. Yeah. Oh. But, well, mate, listen. You think about making that better while you're lying in your den tonight, trying to get to yeah. sleep. You'd be like oh. a scene from Rocky with Paul. You'd be like Paulie, mm-hmm. <laughs> laying there with a bottle of whiskey and a brown paper bag. Trying People to get to in sleep. their side alley, <laughs> smashing bottles. <laughs> 
time on Off The Bench to look back on the news of the week. Rightio, there's some talk around the Dolphins again. I don't know how much of this is true, Sats, but uh, according to the media, they're after everybody. Uh, the 17th team <laughs> has identified... Anyone Har- under 30. That's why <laughs> it's someone under 30. Well, they've got enough over, haven't they? So Harry yeah. Grant, Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes, they're targeting from uh, the Storm, Tao Malolo from North Queensland Cowboys and Caelan Ponga from Newcastle. Now, Sats, let me put this to you. There's six, five very big names there. Let's rank those one to five. Who would be your priority if you are the Dolphins? If I'm the Dolphins, my priority is from a okay, from an on-field point of view or from a holistic point of view across the entire organisation. Well, we're talking about across the entire organisation. Kalaponga. Yeah. Well, he's a potential match winner. I you know, he's, it's going to be interesting how he's moved out of that potential stage now, and now he's got to be a leader, and hence why he's now the skipper. And so he's got to have more of an emphasis on, emphasis on you know, turning the game in their favour. I thought he looked dangerous at times last week in the first game back. Um, but from a you know, social media activation, from bringing a, a really young audience to your you – know, the NRL really want to try and activate the, the 18 to 34-year-olds going to the games and getting them involved in clubs – uh, he does that, Kalen Ponga. And from an overall reach point of view, he ticks every box. And he, he's a clean skin as well. So, yeah, he would be Merchandise one. sales alone, mate. And he becomes a recruitment tool. There are other players that yes. would feel as yes. though that you're going to be a little bit more successful when Kalen's playing there. Um, out of the other ones that you mentioned, Harry Grant, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, um, my next one would be Harry Grant. And after that, it would be yes, Jerome just, Hughes. Just on Harry Grant. Yeah, I'm seeing reports today that Harry Grant has now taken over from Damien Cook as the number one nine in the competition. It's a bit early, isn't it? We've only had yeah, two games, two yeah, games I mean, of this season. It's just a headline that uh, a re- journalist has, has got to write, I suppose, just to you know create reaction. Uh, Damien Cook's still the best best hooker in the game, um, but Harry Grant is not far behind him. Uh, and they're different games, of course. Damien Cook really requires his forward pack to be on the front foot for him to get out of dummy half and use that yeah. uh, amazing speed that he's got. Whereas Harry Grant, at times, a little bit like Cam Smith, doesn't need the forward pack to be dominating because he can get out and actually create momentum himself uh, by the way that he, he brings players onto the ball without getting too technical. He's just got probably a, a little bit more arsenal to his game. Um, so... Uh, he's and not far hair. behind. And hair. Yeah, it's a mad ro- co- uh, crop of hair. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to understand, I mean, Harry Grant is – he won't leave Melbourne. He, no. He, he's a little kid and he knows that Melbourne gave him their first shot. Cam Munster comes off – doesn't come off contract till the end of 2023, so he wouldn't be there at the Dolphins for the first year. And, and he owes the Melbourne Storm. But he owes them for, for not tearing up his contract. But – Again, reports floating around at the moment are saying that uh, Melbourne Stormer will offer him a contract, but it's less than he's on now, uh, a substantial pay cut. Yeah, that is fair. That's fair at the moment. From what happened over the off-season on Mad Monday with White Powder Gate, and again, not knowing what it was, doesn't matter. You know, we're not stupid. Um, he deserves to be knocked off the pecking order a little bit when it mm. comes to, when it comes to um, contract negotiations. He's got to re-establish himself as a as not only he's, he's always been a fine rugby league player but he's got to again you talk about ticking boxes for a, an organisation no different to a normal employer he's got to start again in ticking some of those boxes now 
From all reports, his preseason has been impeccable, and that's on the back of yeah the scare that he got. But yeah, he's had other scares as well in relation to yeah. public relations. It's he's now a father, and that's what will be the difference. Changes in, you, doesn't it? In Cameron Munster now, in ten weeks down the track of Melbourne. Are, equal leaders of the competition and Cameron Munster's leading the Dally M, guess what? That negotiation starts all over again. So one thing that Cameron Munster has on his side at the moment is time and he mm. should use it. Mm. Oh, I, it's interesting. Uh, Bellamy on Fox during the week talking to Matty Johns said he, Cam Munster has not had a shirt on uh, this year because he's... Well, usually he's got a slop, sloppy dad's body. Now he's got a six pack. Now he looks fit. Um, yeah. And yeah, look, I, I think mate's... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens here. And I think right. someone's got to go, Jace. I think someone has to – someone will have to go from Melbourne. Now, Melbourne – Will yeah, it be Jerome Hughes? Well, maybe because, yeah, he's – he's. I think he's the second best halfback in the comp. And if he goes to the open market, he gets a seven-figure sum. Mm. And, and now Melbourne, historically, Jace, since Craig Bellamy's been there, has been about – once they establish those – those four really great players they had there, which was Inglis, Smith, Cronk, and um, and also Slater. That took a while till they got developed up until about you know yeah. 2006, 2007 when they were leading players. They then built their salary cap around those three players, and then Inglis had to go, of course. They had to build the club around those three players, taking up a large chunk of the salary cap. Now, the four players they've got at the moment with Munster and Harry Grant and Jerome Hughes and Ryan Pappenhausen, Something's got to give. Something's well, why give does there. it? Why does well, it? If, if they do it in got the past, we know they've got four players there that are going to demand seven figures, and you probably can't fit four players taking up. Well, how'd they do it in yeah. the past? Well, they've, they've only usually revolved around three, so that's why I'm saying right, one. Okay. Yeah, Inglis had to go because they couldn't afford him. Yeah, and then you know one of the I think one of the four will have to go because I don't think they're going to be able to revolve the salary crap around the the four players. What about Tao Malolo? I mean, there's so many reports that he's just not happy at um, at North Queensland Cowboys. Could Wayne Bennett get the best out of him? He's under contract. Yeah, I mean, but, unless, but, but, the, unless but, the Cowboys are willing to release him. Let's say the Cowboys are, and there are there is talks around that. Yeah, I, I, it, I mean, could Wayne it has Bennett? been it has been done before, and yeah, I mean, Wayne Bennett will get the best out of anyone who's who wants who wants to be better as a as a player. There's no doubt about that. As we spoke about during the week, Jace, I think Jason Taumalolo in this stage of his career is being played wrong. I think he's, I think they're expecting him to play in the middle of the field and basically dominate every minute of the game. And it's not about quantity with Jason Taumalolo; it's about quality. And the Penrith Panthers do it with Viliami Kikiau, and they have to do the same with him up there. Well, the Titans did it edge. last year with David Fafita. Well, yeah, David Fafita again is still a young man who's trying to find his, navigate his way through what they call rugby league intelligence. And he'll get there eventually. Mm. When he does, God forbid everyone else that's playing against him. But in saying that, Taumalala, I, I believe, and this is just only my my observant eye in rugby league, and I think I've, I'm, I've been around rugby league, long, rugby league long enough to know um, what's good and bad about certain players. Obviously not right all the time, but I think Taumalala, if they played him differently, would get... Um, a far greater emphasis on the result of the game. Uh, he'll have a far greater emphasis on the result of the game in the end. So, um, but yeah, if if they were going to release release him, um, it allows them to go into the market and use his money to probably buy two players mm. that have a 
a big influence influence on the game. So uh, I don't think they will release him. Um, you don't I think there's other options. No, I think there's other options, Jace. If there's no other option for the player, maybe it's the the best for both parties. But there's still other options for Jason Tamalolo the way you play him, and that hasn't been. But he has no yet. control over that, though, mate. And you, no, you, he the, coach, the coach has got to buy into that. And from no, the all coach of, has got to make the decision. Absolutely, and the, yeah. and, and from all from all reports that I've seen, and and discount half of them, maybe even three quarters of them that the relationship between the two isn't great. No, it's not, it's not, we wouldn't say it's not great. It's but just, I'm not saying it's not bad either. I'm not saying it's, yeah. it's, they can't work together. But maybe, maybe uh, Toddy is not seeing it the way everyone else is seeing it and won't use him in a different way. Well, I don't think many people would use Jason Tamalolo in a different way. I think, I think a lot of people think Jason Tamalolo is being used the correct way right now, and I think it's not. I don't think it's right at all, the way that he's being played. I think they need to look at another alternative. And and it's not Toddy Payton's fault because this is before Toddy came as well. Mm, mm. You know, he, he's used into a batting ram and then he, then he's been trying to be used as a ball player. And as a defender, I would welcome that from Jason Tamalolo. What I wouldn't welcome is Jason Tamalolo sitting out there on an edge like Viliami Kikau used to, does and like Gordy Tallis used to and those sort of players sitting out on an edge about to terrorise someone. That's what I don't want as a defender. But at the moment, I think the Cowboys, and again, it's not Toddy's fault. It happened before Toddy got there as well. Um, I think they're playing into the hands of of the opposition sides, and and many may say, but hang on a sec, they won a comp, they won a comp in in fifteen, and Nelly won another comp in seventeen. But that was a different stage of his career. They were five and five years ago, and seven years ago. You got to adapt and change with particular players, and. At the moment, I think the Cowboys have got a really good opportunity to do that with Jason Tamalolo. It's that time for an off-the-bench Friday night preview. This is weird tonight. We've got the Roosters and the Sea Eagles. One of crap stats, 15th versus 16th Friday night footy. Crap stat. Crap stat. <laughs> that sounds like the poker, that? that's the poker machines You're from right. your hotel. It is. From your hotel. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Straight outside that? my room. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, can you believe the Roosters and the Sea Eagles tonight is the big Friday night game? I mean, on paper, when you look at it, uh, before the start of the season, you wouldn't think they were 15th and 16th. Of course, of them, both of them were first round losers. Crap stack. <laughs> I can do this all night. Oh, you know oh God. You know I can oh. do it. Can we get our listeners to vote whether they really no, want to? Yeah, I'm going to no? say. Okay. No, it's our show. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number. If you want to vote, we'll read them all out. Roosters, Sea Eagles. Jeez, um, the Sea Eagles were given a touch-up against the Panthers last week. They were just – they were never in that game. The Roosters, the shock loss to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Who's going to bounce back better out of those two losses? Roosters, I think. Um I've never been a big fan of the Seagulls in relation to them being a premiership threat. I, I think they've got obviously some great strike power, but I think they've got a lot of weaknesses in their in their side as well. Um, and I think Penrith exposed that last week, not because the Penrith Panthers are the premiers, but just the style that they played, the game plan they had uh, against the Seagulls. And it wasn't about trying to nullify Tom Trebojevic. It was just about decimating their forward pack, and that's what they did. They made this big, cumbersome forward pack just move side to side across the field and just – you know, do more 
more meters than they would have, which is unneeded meters, ones that have got no sort of positive effect on the game. But what it does do is just is just fatigues you. And I think the Seagulls, if teams work them out, will play exactly the same way. I think the Roosters will do the same. They've got a smart coach. Victor Radley has been named. Billy Smith has been named the centre after getting head knocks last week. Um, so with the Roosters, do you want a crap stat? So the mm-hmm. last three premierships in, oath, in 13, 18 and 19, mm. they lost round one. There you go. Someone's got the so three games again, mate. They don't panic. They won't panic, and Trent Robinson won't panic. So uh, they'll be there at the end of the season. That's all they need to know. But what they do need to know is individually they need to fix up a few just scrappy areas. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, both teams struggled in defence, didn't they, last week? And maybe it's just getting those miles into your legs. You're dead right about the Seagulls. Sats, their, their forwards just ne- didn't lay any momentum no. for the rest of the team. And even uh, even off kicks, like Saab, every time he caught a ball in the corner, Kikau was there and just absolutely smashed him, never just gave him an him. inch. Yeah, never gave Again, him an inch. That's what we're talking about, Jason Tamalola. He can do exactly the same job, have a, have a greater effect on the game. And when I look at the manly forward pack, you've got Big Sipley and Marty Tapao, two big men. And Tapao's very good on his feet. Ola Kawatu is a big man, big mobile man as well. Um, they haven't got a lot of threat coming out of dummy half with Lachlan Croker. Good young player, but just ha- is not the threat of uh, of most hookers like an Appy Corusau or a Harry Grant and co. Mm. Kieran Foran is left wanting defensively last year, uh, last week. Uh, the Penrith Panthers really exposed him, and I think there's no secret that that's exactly where the Roosters going to come down that that their right hand side, which is Kieran Foran on the left hand side for. For Manly. So, um, yeah, Luke Keery and Sam Walker, first time they played together last week for the Roosters. And, again, it's like any new halves combination. They've got to spend as much time as they can together. And um, I heard during the week, again, without trying to get too technical, that Luke Keery and Sam Walker, Keery's wearing seven and Walker's wearing six. And I always thought, why? Well, I heard during the week Cooper Cronk explaining something about how he wants Luke Keery to control the first three rucks of the set. So they get you know, right. get them into really good formation, whatever it may be. I don't want Luke Keery doing that. Luke Keery's greatest asset is his running game. Yeah. I don't want him organising. I yeah. want him. Yeah. I want him running. Yeah. And and that's what was missing from his game last week. Although he's just coming back from a knee reconstruction, I I want to see him get a little bit more space. Right. He yeah. didn't get that last week. That is our Friday night preview: Roosters versus Sea Eagles. Sats likes the Roosters. This is off the bench NRL. We'll be back soon.